Previously on D&D&D, you're outside suddenly on this huge platform, which you realize is a hangar for those flying machines. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Quickly, this way, your best way out of here is flying one of these machines. Juno, ask the fairy, do you have any place that is like a lake and there's a spire? That's where we need to get to. You're trying to get to the stones, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, it's gr- we definitely need you to get back to where you came from because we need you to warn everybody of what has been happening to the heirs. There are four guards pursuing you, setting up to shoot at you guys from behind the corner. So they're using the corner as cover and they're firing at you guys. And before you is the hangar and they go, quickly, we'll hold them off. Perry, Mary, go with them. Take them to the standing stones. You have to pick a machine and figure out how to fly it. All right. <laughs> DM, quick question. Yeah. Uh, Since we last fought those beasts in the forest have i recovered any spell slots no you guys have not rested yeah all right i'm (laughs) tapped on spells for the moment it's lit no it's it looks like an empty oil lantern with a space in it like you can fit something in it oh shit you know what i have a forever candle so i reach into my pockets because they they took my weapons but they didn't take the stuff i have right no they only took anything that resembled a weapon cool uh and i pull out my forever candle one of my three forever candles and I snap it to be the size that it needs to be. Okay. I put it into the lantern bit, and I light it on fire. You got flint and steel. I have flint. You've got steel, eh? I've, oh, yeah, because I kept one of the two. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bada-bing, um, bada-boom, baby. When you light this candle, the thing sputters to life, and a fan thing above the lantern where you lit the candle starts to spin, and power like a fan going backwards and flaps on the wings start to move and it starts to move forward. Whoa, 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 whoa. Juno, go, go. <laughs> I'm pedaling. Is that oh, what I'm supposed to do? There's no pedals. Oh, okay. No. Well, I assume tricycle. Uh, there's, like, there's levers. <laughs> I thought this he was like- He said it was like a tricycle. I did yeah. say it was like a tricycle, yeah. It's shaped kind of like it. There's oh, okay. two wheels in the back, one wheel in the front. Oh, there's God. levers. That's some like around the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been picturing like, this whole time. Like one of those things. <laughs> All right, so I jump onto the onto Juno's back. The machine starts to move forward. You pull the lever on the left, and it turns to the left, and you're heading towards uh, basically a cliff. Has it lifted yet, or is it just moving? It hasn't yet lifted. Are it's Mary only going there? forward. What? Are Mary and Perry there? Yeah, they're like yeah, hanging yeah, on to, to Marjorie's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's going towards this cliff. And Are the um, wings out? Are wings there wings are out? out? Yep. Some crossbow bolts sail behind you. Suddenly, you hear a loud noise behind you. And there is a bolt of lightning that sails just past your head. Okay. And I don't you think that was Fletch. Fall off the cliff, and we're gonna cut to Zabus and Flack and Fletch. <laughs> just in this dank room. So you guys are uh, on the first floor of this manor house, and there's water now, kind of up to your knees. Okay, I have an idea, and I think about it, it's kind of a dumb idea, but it's like last ditch. I just want to try. Okay. I'm really determined to get this door open. Okay. Okay. I put on the servant's outfit. Oh. And I touch the door and open it. Yeah. Whoa. Shut 
Uh, the door recognizes yes! the Thanks, clothing, <laughs> and it opens. And you're, I can't believe that fucking word. And you're in kind of like a panic room type Fuck! hallway. <laughs> oh, well, if it's a panic room, is there not another door? Uh, there's a dark hallway that leads to the left. Why do you call it a panic room then? I don't know. Secret exit. Do we? So here's the okay. Secret. I guess. Dumb waiter, be but a hallway. Do we go down here? Because I'm yeah. okay, but I'm worried that it's a dead end, and then we drown. Close the door behind us, and the water won't get in. Okay, sure. <laughs> he just touched Thanks. his head with his fingers. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you enter this kind of like hidden passageway. Close the door behind you. The water kind of like splashes, um, but doesn't appear to raise anymore in this room that you're in. Hell yeah. There are sconces on the walls with long, neglected candles, burnt down, wax dripping all over the walls, all over the floors. This is somewhere that nobody's been for a long time. The air is kind of putrid. It's been sealed up for so long. Mm. I kind of like it, though. I take all the servants' clothes, by the way, because they look insane. <laughs> they do I have, look like, insane. a robe on, and, yeah, no, these are coming out. Keep them handy, though. Yeah, yeah. And you walk down this hallway. I am imagining like a French maid uniform. And and you find a stairway that leads up. Yeah. Let's Let's go. You go up the stairway and there is another one of these doors. I put the servant's clothes back on and try to open the door. The door opens and you're in a ruined, it's a bedroom, but it's that huge part of fancy bedrooms that's not the room that a bed is in. This is like where you would get dressed mm-hmm. or like talk to people in the room. There's like an old rotted fainting couch. What do they call in game of the solar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, you're in well, the solar. The solar, and the, and there's broken, toppled over bookshelves, and above you is the open uh, evening sky, and the walls are kind of crumbled, and you can hear just nearby the sounds of a, a roaring fire, the wood cracking, and you hear kind of faint. Um, Munching sounds, for what, lack of a better term. Wait, you said above us is open sky. Open sky. Like the, the roof is gone. Hey, mm. levitate me up through there and let me see what's up. I, I like, can only levitate up to 20 feet. I don't know how. That'll get you above the walls. Let me see it. All right. Flack levitates up. And as you move above the walls, you see the back of the massive Cyclops creature. And you see a uh, big fire with a spit on it. Oh, no. no. And you recognize... The forms of the witches. No. The other witches? Yeah, <laughs> that with one hand, the Cyclops is slowly turning on a spit, and it does not smell good. Fleck, what do you see? Uh, Cyclops eating witches. And when you speak, it turns around, having heard <laughs> oh. you. Uh, roll for initiative. Oh, no. Oh, whoops. Look what you did. <laughs> shouldn't have asked. Nat 20. 12. 19. Cyclops eat witches. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. Yeah. Turns around the tip into an 19. Wow, that was perfect, Uh, 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 dude. Thanks. Do it again. Uh Oh, my God. (laughs) I got it down. That's my favorite thing. Okay, we're going to go back to. uh, Oh, no. Back to the others. <laughs> Mary, Perry, any advice right now? Uh, we have wings. We know how to fly. This all one's right. kind of on you guys. Okay, fuck you. So there are a bunch of levers. Okay, yeah. Tell me about all the things because I know the thing that like you move to go left and right. What about the other things? Okay, what are all so the things? there are two inner levers on each side and two outer levers. The inner lever that you pulled made you turn left. That would seem to be your rudder. Ah! 
Margarine's on my back. Margarine's like holding on. I, the oh. way that I've been picturing this is you're sitting in the cockpit chair. Yeah. Margarine is holding onto your back around your neck. The two fairies are on her shoulders. Okay. This should be a one-person operation, so I'm going to grab the outer levers and like move them, see what happens. When you pull them back, the flaps move on the wings, and you right yourself and lift up. <laughs> you were plummeting down, and with the momentum from that dip, you lift yourselves up, and now you're climbing up and soaring off into the distance. Honestly, Juno, I wasn't afraid of heights before, but after this... Marge, when, when you look behind you, you can see that the other flying machines are taking off oh, cool. as well in pursuit. I had the thought afterwards that maybe we should have sabotaged the other ones, but uh, didn't. So here's how... Uh, I don't want to do an initiative for this encounter because i don't want to do turns i want you guys to kind of react to what's happening in real time so mm-hmm. if you want to okay. do something say so at any point mary Question. perry just yeah. tell us yes. where to go is this flying machine weaponized in any way no okay there are no weapons that you can see so you guys are being pursued by a handful of these guards i said four i think okay uh, just ask mary and perry where to go they kind of point in a direction and you looking out in this kind of fading sunlight can see ahead of you the mountain range does kind of curve a little bit you can see the river and the waterfall just past the jut of forest that you came out of you can see that there is the river and the stone spire off in the distance they're pursuing you you guys are flying and a bolt of lightning misses you what do you do boy oh boy uh, is there a propeller directly out the back? Yeah, it's kind of like a fan boat. Oh, There's so it's huge and it's like blocking me and whatever. You can see through it. It's kind of obscured. You're, like, it's not a solid thing. Like, you can see through the spinning. Juno's going to enact uh, evasive pattern delta <laughs> and just try to, with the knowledge that things are coming from behind, trying to vary the motions a little bit. Okay. Going back and forth. Um, You do that, and Marjorie, as he's kind of pitching and rolling, you catch glimpses where your vision isn't obscured by the fan. Like, you kind of swing out, and you can see clearly the... Oh, I'm going away from the mic. Uh, you kind of swing out, and you can see clearly the flying machines that are pursuing you, and you notice that the lightning bolts that are coming at you are the Dragonborn Knight's breath weapon. They're coming out of their mouths. Cool. So they're so spitting lightning at disarm you. Disarm that. Uh, so Marjorie gets prepared and with one arm around Juno's neck. She takes the other arm and she gets her rope. She has a 10-foot rope that's in her pack. Okay. And puts that around her shoulder. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, she also has 800 ball bearings, which she wants to prepare just in case for uses. Juno tells Marjorie that on his back he's got his longbow got a short sword and a dagger i didn't even think to grab your have, stuff have at any of those oh okay. my god uh another bolt of lightning comes oh, and oh wait uh the ball bearings i have an idea i want to just like start tossing those out one at a time because they're made of metal and i want them to i want the lightning to redirect and hit the ball bearing instead of us oh that totally works yeah. yeah, uh the conductive ball bearings draw the lightning away as kind of like an anti-missile hmm. deterrent. Um it's they drop like they're rocks cuz they're they're metal. Nice. Uh you see the lightning that came from the nearest night drop along with it to follow the metal, little little group of metal that you drop. Okay. And the dragonborn knights realize maybe this isn't going to Oh, they have they have a deterrent, but then all four of them fire a volley at you. A volley of what? Of uh, lightning. Lightning bolt. 
one of which does hit your machine and you pitch drastically to the left to try to correct. Juno, make a dexterity roll and a knowledge roll. You have to beat both of these in order to correct the plane. Do you have inspiration? Nope. Uh, It's a six. And knowledge... 16. You figured out the controls of the plane enough to know what you need to do, but you can't do it in time. So you... What did I need to do? You need to, like, pull levers to course correct. Yeah, okay. But the plane kind of lurches to the left, and Marjorie, you are swung out. You lose your feet, but you're still roped to Juno. So you're now kind of, like, hanging down to the side. Marjorie! And some crossbow bolts come at you. They all miss. Well, that's good. So I am now connected to Juno with a rope. Yes, and I'm and hanging. You're kind of like swinging. Oh my god, it's just a straight up like Buster Keaton <laughs> stunt, spectacular. <laughs> Juno, give me that crossbow. You mean my longbow? Sure. Good time for semantics, <laughs> says Mary. Yeah. Can I correct the? Do I have time now to correct? Yeah, you can a, kind of lurch back. Yeah, I want to get a level. All right, the plane is now level, but Marjorie is still, like, swinging mm-hmm. off of the side. Can I pull Marjorie back with the rope? Make a strength I roll. Just, no, I just want the crossbow. <sighs> 20, 21. Yeah, yeah, you pull her back up. So now she's back into the kind of cockpit with you. Oh, god damn it. Just want to make sure you were here. Okay, take take the bow. All right, Marjorie takes the bow. She takes ropes, and she ties herself instead of to Juno to the bottom of the, the rig. Okay, Juno takes six damage as a bolt lodges itself into your shoulder. Fun times. Margarine, do you have any... advantage on dex rolls now. Do you have any healing things? I don't have any healing things, no. Um, Maybe you should keep that balance next time we get split up in a fun way. Maybe you should do what I tell you to do instead of pulling me back up. I tie the rope around my stomach and I drop back down. Okay. So now I'm hanging below the whole machine. Okay, another volley of bolts fly past you. Um, I take the crossbow itself and I aim towards the nearest dragonborn. Okay. No, two. <laughs> two misses. Oh, no. Now, how does this work? Because I'm going to keep just trying to fire at this point. Yeah, uh, well, we're kind of doing turns. Like, I'm kind of just rolling as you're deciding to do things. You're going to take seven damage. Yikes. Okay, hold on while I do math. What's 32 minus seven? Thank you. Gressel, can we see yet our destination? You are flying over the forest now. Okay. Do I see You're the getting mountains? closer. You can see where you're going. And all four are still behind us? Yes. Okay. Ah, 18. Okay, 18's going to hit. Finally. Do I still get sneak attack? No, you can't sneak attack on this. You get, right. That's only on melee. Gotcha. Yeah. But the uh, hit to the dragonborn kind of makes him break off pursuit. So he turns back. You like hit him like right good in the chest. Can't like fly well. So he breaks off pursuit, leaving just the three. That's where we're going to leave you and cut back to everybody else. So you guys are in the middle of a fight with, or at the beginning of a fight with the Cyclops. And the order of the turn is Fletch, Zabus, Cyclops, Flack. But isn't the Cyclops outside the house? No. No. He's on so, the roof. So what happened was. Oh, he's on the roof. roof? Yeah. There oh. is no roof. He's on the second floor that yeah. is now the roof. So we came up through the bedroom. It was a secret passage that went like that went from the r- servants' r- quarters to the bedroom, to the bedroom. and like the, the bedroom, like is, the master bedroom, is the room next to where the trolls at. Yeah, got it. Or Cyclops, so whatever. He, They're all he the same saw to me, me up. Like I'm looking down. You're look. You're still in the air. Over He's a wall. He's looking up at you. 
Yeah, you're over a wall. And he sees me. He sees you. So he knows that there's... We're in that yeah, room. Okay. Got it. But it is Fletch's turn. Uh, all right. You I know would... what's really cool is I used a spell slot to levitate you. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a uh, cantrip. Oh, no. This is a pretty good spell. Anyway. All right, well, I'm just going to try to attack it. Um, you don't have a clear line of sight. Oh, right. You'd have to, like, leave the room that you're in. I can't jump. Uh, it can't would be a pretty serious jump to jump over the oh, wall. Wait, they so are right ruined. now, he's, he's only seeing the levitating. That's true. One boy. So you have advantage? I really can't do anything. You could leave the room, and I mean, like, you can do... There's any number of things you can do. It's a made-up fantasy okay, game. Okay, how about this? I'm just going to take my bow and just kind of guess <laughs> and shoot it up in the air. Which bow? I'll do the the lightning bow. Okay. Oh. Please don't hit me. I'll, I, I'll try my best not to. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh no. What was uh, it? it? That's an um, eleven. Oh well, you just miss wildly. But okay. Juno, what? You see, not <gasps> far off in the forest. Oh. Well. A lightning bolt come up from the forest. That was some inept magic. That must be our friend. <laughs> uh, back to Zabbis. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, I should have told you guys that this thing is apparently impervious to magic. So. Oh. Good to know. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> um, All magic? I don't know. I tried to burn its feet and it didn't work. Maybe it's just impervious to fire. Sure. We'll uh, keep it in mind. Because <laughs> I got a cloud of daggers waiting to rain down. Um, and not much else, so. <laughs> I'm going to have to move if I want to use, like, a weapon. Like, yes, a long, you I'd would have, have to, move. to move to where uh, you can see it, presumably. Unless you had, like, a uh, grenade, but I don't think you Okay. Do. Ooh, here's what I want to do. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation and make, like, a very tasty-looking... With fro- like, this is a froggy food coin. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, just gonna make a tasty, like, like cartoon, like you know, a Flintstones like meat on a bone. The, yeah, <laughs> but real, he, he, but not real because it's pressed. But like, it looks really good. Okay, uh, you know it's. <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm just gonna double check prestidigitation to see if it's if you can do more than one sense. If this just looks good or if it smells good too, because that will affect how the Cyclops reacts. Yeah, he don't see no good. That one. He, he don't. He don't see. It's not he wishes. So I could just make like a cardboard cutout of a of a steak, and it would look the same. To uh, me. it can't be like giant. Like it can't be like Flintstones rib sized. It has to be okay. like something you can hold. Yeah. Okay, so it's just like a like a just a good good looking, looking steak leg of something. Yeah, just like off nearby. No, I I like make it and then oh, I want to okay. toss it. Okay. Far, so he goes the other way. Okay. Um. I don't know. I guess guys. you don't have to roll for a magical toss of an item that doesn't actually have any weight. <laughs> okay. So, it just moves. Where describe its path. Okay. So that I know where it's going in relation uh, to the... I throw it past like where the fire is so that the Cyclops has to turn the other way. Uh, it catches the Cyclops' eye, and he does turn the other way to pursue what this was that you threw past him. And in doing so, he turns his attention away from Flack, and he reaches over to kind of see what it is, and when he grabs at it, it is nothing. Yeah. And he, oh, no. in a rage, like, punches the uh, <laughs> ground, uh, putting, like, a hole in the floor there. 
He like punches like through the floor. Oh. And that's his turn. All right, James, it's your turn. Cyclops, can you understand me? Good friend. <laughs> it turns back in your direction. It responds to your voice, but you can't. You're unable to tell if it can understand you. I'm gonna cast a, a cloud of daggers at you. Sorry if you can understand me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the cube of daggers that are at a point, and anytime a thing and it, like it starts its turn in there, it gets hurt, right? Yeah, and I'm casting it at level three because I got one of them spell slots, okay. and uh, so that means it'll take. Wait, no, I can't talk. I, you're doing stuff. It'll take six d four. Slashing damage when it enters. starts its turn. Yeah, so in a in the cloud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it goes back up. Hold on, I haven't done the. Uh, oh, I guess when, when it yeah. started. Okay. Uh, it goes back up to <laughs> Fletch. Um, Last thing you did is shot a bolt of lightning into the air. Yeah. Shoot. I guess I'll do it again. Okay. To just try to hit him. You are you trying just to like try, arch it? Arch it. I'm trying to arch oh, arching okay, the shots okay. to try to get him. And this is with the lightning. This is, yeah, well, this is with lightning, so the sound in the uh, 13 plus 5 plus 2, that'd be 20. You shoot into the air, mm-hmm. and Juno, <laughs> closer this time, oh, you see another lightning bolt erupt into the sky from the forest, which is weird. Do I? Can I do a perception check to see if I recognize it as his distinctive one? Oh, yes, you can. Okay. And aren't you like, no, you're desert. No, both of you guys have forest abilities. Yeah. 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 So I know that that's not natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lightning going yeah, up <laughs> isn't usually how it works. I'm a forest expert. Uh, not nat 20, but 20. 20? You suspect. You're like, wait, I think I know what that is. Okay. I've got more I want to do when we cut back. Sure. The lightning bolts don't come back down. Well, they don't come back down. No. Now it is Zabbis' turn. Okay, wait, guys. So... It's weird that this Cyclops lives here, right? Do you, I don't know. Do you guys like? Are you down with Cyclopses? No. <laughs> do you know? What, okay, so no, I don't. Cyclopses is a plural. Cyclops. Cyclopsy. Cyclopses. I don't know. They don't. They usually live in caves and stuff. So why is this one in a house with like? Well, I'm thinking. What if it was a person? Lives, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I think that this. Cyclops has always lived here and something happened to it. And that's why my magic didn't work on it because there's some weird shit going on that's magic. I'm wondering what would happen if we showed it something that it would recognize. Like this journal or the picture. Oh, wait. What if if someone dresses up as a servant? If you did? Maybe. Sure. And then like, hey, master. Uh, okay. You're 20 feet in the air. Yeah. (laughs) You can end that spell and bring him back down. Oh, yeah, down. I could, that was my spell. Okay, bringing you back down. All right, so that's going to be your turn. You drop back down. Hi. Uh, Hi. So you're now in this bedroom. The ruined walls are separating you guys from the Cyclops. The Cyclops' turn is now, and it just Kool-Aid mans through the walls. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did it do the Cloud of Daggers? Yeah, it doesn't affect it. Motherfuck. Oh. That's my you last can, level three spell You can't slot. see what happens. Yeah. Well, everybody make a dex save. Because uh, you're gonna have to dodge debris. Oh, fifteen. What'd you do? Hold oh on. no! Oh, I, I no. also did that one. But oh, oh, we got two oh critical misses. How long? How long did the uh, pass without trace? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, giving us the bonus ten decks. Well, none of you ever no, actually if we, if we did a natural one. A stealth a natural check. One. Okay, yeah. 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 So both oh. me, Fletch and Flack brothers. Fletch and Flack, the two F bros. Okay. 
the F bros. Ew. <laughs> James, take 12 damage. I can take it. Uh, Mike, take eight. Eight. You're hit with rocks. Zabbis, you avoid it. So now the Cyclops is going to try to attack Flack, who's closest to it, and swings its great club back to hit you. But when it brings it forward, it catches part of the wall and kind of like buckles. Like the wall resists the club. So it like misses you. And it's second attack. It hits you. The fuck? Second attack? Yeah, it gets two attacks. You guys are going to fight strong monsters now. I guess one eye, two attacks. You take 16 damage. I can take it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're knocked across the room against the opposite wall. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick mid-game announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 26 of D&D and D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D and Pod on Twitter and D&D and Pod on Instagram, or email us at D&D and Pod at gmail.com. Thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show, people like... Joel, oh. Joel's here, and he was supposed to come in there with oh, well, Twitter I, mentions. This, this wasn't about the show. People did tell us about the D&D characters that they're playing. Yeah, and that's really exciting. It's super awesome that some of you have started playing D&D for the first time after listening to the show. That's super cool. And for those of you who have been playing for a long time and have decided to listen to our game, that's also very awesome. It means a lot to me as somebody who has played before that people who know the game and know it well are cool with this homebrewed story and not following all of the rules specifically. So that's super awesome to everybody Thank you very much for sharing this awesome D&D community with us. Some of those people have told us about their characters, right, Joel? Yeah, it's been really heartwarming to see the kinds of characters that our listeners are playing. I just think it speaks to the warmth of the audience that we have right now. One character we heard about was from Megan Jordan, at Girl from Pluto One. I started playing for the first time last month, and I'm loving it. I'm playing a halfling druid named Reed Blackthorn, and I like playing him because he's very awkward. And all he wants to do is have an owlbear as a friend. And I just feel like they'd get along so well with Fletch. <laughs> uh, another one from Katie Hayes at Katie Loves Bands. I play a chaotic neutral tiefling mastermind rogue named Avarice Brigand. She's a diehard romantic and a wonderful liar, and I love her. Matt at the Matt Bat 2112. I play an elf ranger, hey, named <laughs> Artemy Nilo. He was my first and favorite character because he's got a strong moral compass while still having a Han Solo-esque wit. He is full of life and love for his friends and his hawk companion, Nightwing. I am trash, says Matt. (laughs) Matt, I love it. I I love all of these characters so much. And Allison Aranda at WonderNerd28 on Twitter, I'm sorry if I said your last name wrong, says, I'm playing D&D for the first time tonight. I'll be playing Jin, a changeling bard and spy who hates sticking to any kind of plan. I think that'll be fun. It will probably be fun. Anytime you are mucking up plans, you're probably having a good time, even if it's not so fun for the DM sometimes, as Joel just learned in the game that we're playing. Yeah, Yeah. I thought they'd do one thing and they did something else, but that's okay too. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Joel's running a side game with some other friends of ours where I'm playing as a player and Joel's doing a very good job, but some of us are messing up his plans. Okay. Part of it. It's all part of it. To everybody who has tweeted about this, thank you so much. Thanks for being part of a really cool community. And thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show and has shared the show with your friends. That is a great way to help 
grow the audience for us. So thank you for that. And another great way is to leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, uh, head on over to the iTunes page, leave us a review. Tell other people who might be checking out podcasts what you think of the show. Uh, Anything else they can do to help the show, Joel? Uh, You could use the Amazon affiliate link in the description. And yeah, that's it. Cool, yeah. And uh, Beth will be getting the logo and a couple other things up in her store soon. So go check out BethBRad.shop. And soon there will be some D&D&D merch available yeah, there. Yeah, looking at your print that you got. Yeah, it isn't it great. cool? Doesn't it look great? Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. It's a very, very cool thing. I love it so much. There's so many fun details in there. So that will be up on Beth's shop soon. Oh, yeah. And actually, I didn't notice this either. And one of our listeners on Twitter pointed out to me, at Mary Not Mori, been watching D&D and D-Pod since the beginning, and I've just noticed the holy cow milk in the corner. The cow is a halo. I repeat, the cow is a halo. I didn't notice the cow had a halo either, but that's the that's your great heifer. Yeah, that's the milk of the great heifer that you got in the Portal episode, and, and I think that's such an amazing detail that Beth put in there. There's so many really good ones. Every character is represented, and a lot of the meals that we've made in this first season are represented as well, so... It's a super amazing piece of art that I love dearly that Beth put a lot of work into. And soon you can buy it and put it on your wall. Again, they're not up yet. Watch Twitter to find out when all of our merch is available. I think that's about it. We're getting close to the end. Uh, We're going to have the last episode of this session. And then we're going to head into what was the last recording session for the season. I don't yet know how many parts that's going to be, but probably at least three. So uh, we're getting close. Then we're going to do a few fun in-between episodes that we'll announce when we get closer. And then we're going to get into season two into late November before Christmas. I'm very excited. Yeah. Thanks to everybody who has listened. And we're really excited to keep moving forward. I missed you now. I, know. I, I want to so start long. playing again. Yeah. I want to get back to it. I've been writing and I want to start sharing these adventures with you guys. I want to get back behind the DMC. As much as I've loved playing, I want to get back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. All right, we're going to cut back to the flying machine. Juno and Marjorin and Mary and Perry, the fairies. Oh, my God. So I know something's weird about that. I'm suspicious about the lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. How soon are we going to cross over it? Basically? You're getting real close. Okay. You're getting close enough now where you have to make a choice whether or not to turn towards it or not. Yes, I want to turn towards it, and I want to go into a dive. Not like a, sh- a sharp dive, but a dive enough to get close to the tree line without actually being in the trees and get low enough to sort of cross over that spot a little a little lower. Is vehicles a skill? Uh, it is for me. It is. Yeah. Well, what is this? Land is... vehicles. I'm proficient. Well, I'm, all right. I'm going to apply <laughs> this. Okay. <laughs> oh. So make a vehicles check. 12. It's not the most graceful thing in the world. Margarine, make a dex roll to stay <laughs> stay where you... Are you still hanging? I'm still hanging. Oh, you're fine then. Then you're still hanging, but you get lurched sideways. Oh, okay. And you don't. You have no idea what's going no. on. No. Margarine, by the way, has a, a good idea and takes one of the... Margarine. Okay. You take eight damage. Yikes. Okay. I'm fine. What's 25 minus eight? 17. Thank you. Slowly getting down there, though. Marjorie takes one of the arrows from the longbow and reaches up to light it on fire, and then reels back to th- to shoot one of the canvas wings of the closest. Okay, cool. Flying. Very dude. cool. And it is yay yay thirteen. Thirteen misses. Sails wide. Marjorie, can you fire another one over the spot we're about to cross? What? Okay. Fire down. Fire down. 
On fire? I think it might be our friends. Let's fire a fiery crossbow at them. No, no, no. It's a longbow. Just to yeah, clear. She, are you, are you just signal. telling me to okay. fire down, or are you telling me why I'm going to fire down? No, I didn't tell you why. I just said, like, damn at, this, it, at the Juno. spot. All right. Time uh, I do it. I pull a, I pull an arrow, and I fire down. In the meantime, Juno, take six damage. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, what if you go unconscious while you're flying? <laughs> 24. Fletch and Zabbis, as you're standing in this room staring down this cyclops, suddenly a fiery arrow hits the creature. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so, Marjorie, you don't know what it's doing, but roll for damage uh, with a longbow, which is, I believe, a d8, and add a d4 of fire, because this is regular fire. Okay. This is not magic. Not magic fire. Uh... Five for the arrow and two for the fire. So this happens. You guys see it happen, but we're still with Marjorie and Juno. See, so mm. you're getting close now. Juno, you see that there's a kind of clearing in these woods and there's this building. And now you're getting closer. You can see that there's a large creature on the roof of this building where the roof is blown off. I wish so badly I left the serpent outfit on. <laughs> what, that'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So you're flying towards this, and you're 40, 50 feet above the tree line. Okay. What do you do? We've still got those three guys behind, right? Oh, yeah, and they're still shooting at you. They are rolling bad. They missed. Okay, what I want to do is I'm going to yell to Marjorie to, to hang on, and what I want to do is like a loop to like go like this and get behind them. Like a Star oh, Fox like move? Oh, like Star Fox? Like Star Fox? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, roll of vehicles roll. This is going to be real tough. Oh, my God. Dang. Roll the roll. 15. No. You get kind of like halfway up and stall. Okay. And start to kind of fall back into like a reverse tailspin. Do we see this? Land this shit upside down. Do we see anything flying above us? I mean, you're not really looking looking for it. At the Cyclops. The Cyclops is like in front of you guys. Like you're coming from behind them. Oh, okay. So you guys. What the fuck, Juno? You guys are in reverse (laughs) tailspin and. I'm trying to correct. Juno, you get hit for six damage while this is happening. Wait, is Marjorie. Juno's gonna Denzel this shit. Is she like hitting the propeller on the back? No, it's like off to the side. It's like in a cage. Juno's gotta yell to Marjorie, like, I'm not doing well. You, You gotta get up here. Okay. Marjorie hoists herself up the rope. All right, make a strength check. All right. Yeah, you're climbing. Yeah, okay, so you climb up. Some arrows fly past you. Marjorie, I'm about to to pass out, but... uh... (laughs) Yeah, you're spinning. There's, like, the the fairies are, like, holding on, like... (laughs) (laughs) Can I stabilize? You can try. Okay. Is that another vehicle Can I help him somehow? You can. You can grab the levers, and you can both roll a vehicle's check, and this is, like, a helping thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. 15. 15. You can kind of stabilize. Now you're pretty close to just above the tree line, and you're like skimming the trees coming up towards this clearing. Juno, what are you doing? We've got a destination. And now the rest of you can hear something coming toward you from behind. Like you can hear the kind of like whir of the fan. Just tiny screams. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, a crossbow bolt like floats kind of past you. You're on like the edge of its range. So you just kind of like see a bolt go past you. Sure. All right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So everybody's kind of together now, but I'm still going to be with Juno and Marjorie. Marjorie, I think maybe our friends are down there. Could you throw your ball bearings at a bunch? Try and get their attention. Are you serious? I don't want to get their attention, Juno. (laughs) No, Marjorie's still mad. We might need it right now. (sighs) Fine. And Marjorie grabs, uh, say, 200 ball bearings. Okay. And just empties her pot, throws them down. 
<laughs> Ideally, as we like pass over. So the rest of you see this kind of flying machine that you have no point of reference for. That's right. Uh, you wouldn't yeah, have seen know. zoom overhead, and then you get oh. rained on by ball bearings. Yes. And while that's happening, she also takes the dead bird out of her pocket and drops it too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and thud right next to Zabbis, oh a my... dead bird. Uh... <laughs> Man, no, I'm so mad. I don't have that stupid outfit on. Because now I'm just imagining there's ball bearings, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> my stupid little tail coat that I don't have on. Whatever. I'll take it. What do you do? Whoa. And, and the Cyclops is like really confused by what's going on. He's like lost I, track of I you guys. I grabbed the picture that I have that I took out of that footlocker and just like hold it up like I just show it to him to the cyclops yeah nothing happened fuck that was a really romantic idea (laughs) it's the cyclops's turn actually because you guys are still in turn Um. order (laughs) and it's going to throw something at the flying thing that just threw overhead it has disadvantage on attack rolls over 30 feet because it doesn't have any depth perception (laughs) and it misses but you guys see a big chunk of like wall fly past you does it happen to hit a different flying machine? Wink, wink. No, because you guys flew over Damn it. it. The rest of you see three more of those things fly overhead. What is going on up there? It's Flak's turn. <laughs> I hope one of those things crashes into the Cyclops. That would cure a lot of problems at once. <laughs> I say aloud to the people around me. Yeah, it would. I gave you the thumbs up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to do cure wounds on myself. Okay. So I'm going to cast that at second level and uh, give myself 2d8 plus spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. Uh, so I just gave myself 19 health. Ooh, good healing. Good okay. healing. Uh, wow. Fletch. All right. I turned my attention to the back to the Cyclops. Okay. So I don't know what that was, but I'm going to try to take out his eye. Oh, okay. 24. Let's do that. Just you, with your regular bow or with which bow? With, uh, regular bow. My Just my long bow. Okay. So just 1d8 plus deck. So five, 10. I had grand plans for that bird, but now the Cyclops is blind. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, I'm very curious. Yeah. <laughs> you might not be blind. Yeah, that's true. Second romantic idea. Just like offer it. Look at life and yeah, death. Yeah, I have a whole dumb idea. You hit him, but you don't blind him. I don't blind him. You miss his his eye, but you hit near his eye. Okay, well, I'm going to shoot him in the foot. His fleshy face. With my second attack. Okay. Long, regular long, oh, oh no, Uh, 13. 13 misses. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go now to Zavis. No one carries as many ball bearings in this dimension or any other dimension (laughs) other than margarine, but they came from the sky. (laughs) So, ball bearings and a dead bird. It has to be them, right? Okay, guys, I have an idea. I put on the servant's outfit and I cast bonfire between me and the cyclops. Like, I just want a bonfire. You just make a bonfire appear? Yeah. Okay. I walk around in my little servant outfit and I I bow deeply to the Cyclops and I'm like, good evening, monsieur. And I have this dead bird and I, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, oh, I have a pot. I, oh my, I can't believe it. I have an iron pot. It's in my equipment thing. And I put the bird in the pot and I just start like, 
roasting it over the fire <laughs> and I'm being very polite and genial and I'm waiting on the Cyclops because he's the Lord of the Manor. <laughs> okay. And this, this, I want to serve him the Cyclops kind of seeing that you're cooking food kind of just like sits by the fire and waits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. All right, Juno and Margarine. So you guys overshot this house. Yeah. What do you want to do? Marjorie, how fast can you make a Molotov? What? <laughs> I know you love doing them. One time I failed at it. I don't think I have any, I don't have any oil. Do you know? I just have forever candles and uh, I used to have a dead bird, but I tossed that over the side. <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucking <laughs> so gross. <laughs> just light up a bird on fire. Yeah. It's like you're like doing. sticking out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take it left, make a big circle okay. to eventually get back there, and then Marjorie, can you keep firing those flaming arrows? Yeah. Okay, make a vehicle's roll. Nine. You swing wider than you mean to, but you take a long turn. Okay. It's not a tight maneuver. You're leaving your broadside exposed to fire, and you take six damage. Who does? You do. Marjorie? <laughs> and I'm at zero. Oh, no. oh my god. Oh no. D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold.